Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the basement. Nope, wrong thing. Welcome, welcome to Here's welcome the Basement here's Cellar. The thing from the cellar <laughs> with me and Kyle. Yeah. We just watched a Tarkovsky movie, so we're tired and confused. We watched a movie from 1979 called Stalker. It's a classic. It's a really great art house sci-fi movie from Russia. If you've never heard of it, check it out. If that's your thing. But first, let's talk about entertainment stuff. Hell yeah. So, first up, mm. let me pull up the entertainment stuff. <laughs> uh, first up, big ups, big, uh, big R.I.P. in the news to... Oh, what's her name? Yeah, an actress named Helen McCroy. It is Mc Helen McCroy. 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 M-C-C-R-O-R-Y. McCrory. McCrory. Yeah, Helen okay. McCrory. Helen McCrory. Yeah. Uh, she passed away at the age of 52 after battling cancer. She's known for her performances in Harry in the Harry Potter franchise and in the series Peaky Blinders, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I, I know her from Harry Potter mostly. She was Narcissa Malfoy. Uh, yeah, she's Aunt Polly. Aunt Paul in uh, Peaky Blinders. And yeah. she's great in that. Like, she's fucking amazing. Yeah, I didn't even know she had cancer. I was like, wow, she's either. young. I can't believe she died. And then I looked into it and she had been battling cancer for a long time. Yeah, I sort of pissed my mom off because so when... Oh, and she was in His Dark Materials? Oh, now I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> fuck, she's Aunt Polly and Peaky Blinders. And so last week when DMX died, mm. my mom and I do this really weird thing where we don't really have meaningful conversations ever. Yeah. But... We'll send each other news headlines periodically. Okay, like and, sending each other memes on Instagram. But it's news, and it's usually just sad. Like, it's, they're never headlines where it's like, puppy saved. Like, ah, It's usually like, like, I remember when Tom Petty died. Yeah. Because my mom texted me saying, did you hear the news? And I went, what news? And then she sent me the CNN headline that Tom Petty had died. And I was like, what mother? <laughs> In their fucking mind goes, I know what my son wants to see on a Wednesday. This is perfect. Tom Petty just died. Like, because I love music. So, like, she knew. She knew. Yeah. Uh, but so we usually just send each other the headlines of, like, hey, I know you like this famous person. Very sorry. Like, yeah. They're dead. Without the very sorry part. It's usually just like, saw this. Thought of you. Like, and so when DMX died, I had been at her house, like, the day before saying, like, you know, I hope he pulls through. He fucking didn't. Uh, died. She sends me the headline. Yeah. But she couldn't give a fuck that DMX died. And honestly, yeah. I sort of get it. I've been talking to my she knows She knows nothing about DMX, probably. Well, no, it's not even that. I w I've been talking to my coworker about it, and he's a great guy. Uh, and we've sort of come to the agreement, although it is sad that DMX died at 50. Uh, crack addict going crack addict. Overdose going overdose. Oh, yeah, yeah. My man had been trying to get help. His whole career. Mm -hmm. My man just didn't get the help. Like, Didn't get the right help for it, too long. Yeah. It, it sucks, but I get why my mom is like, it's really like, come on. If it looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, it's a duck. And this man did this like 10 years ago, and I wasn't sad then. Like, yeah. So in her eyes, I get it. Helen McCrory dies. Mm -hmm. I send her the headline, and she goes, aww. No, and like I could tell she was sad, and I really wanted to be like, yeah, I just don't. 
I just don't. I just don't feel it. But I watched like a bunch of shit she was in, so I was like, yeah, yeah. sucks. Uh, but she's a good actress. She's an amazing actress. She's genuinely fucking. She's fantastic in Peaky Blinders, and people should check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and she, even though she played like a little role as Narcissus Malfoy in Harry Potter, she killed it when she had yeah, a line. She's good. She's good in that. Yeah, and uh, I remember I told Kate yesterday, the kid that did the vines that was like, "Welcome to Chili's." Mm-hmm. Hi, he welcome died. to Chili's. He yeah. died. He died. Big big R.I.P. to him. Mm-hmm. He was like classic vine shit. He had oh, yeah. some really good hitters. Like, Hi, welcome to Chili's. Uh, basically, if you don't know that one, but you know the one of the kid vaping, and then the kid blows it away, and he turns to the camera, he's like, Adam. Adam. Adam's the kid that died. Yeah. Uh, which is sad. So big RIP to the two of them. Yeah, he's also the kid that was in... I'm pretty sure it was the kid that was in the closet that it opens. He's like, hi, my name is Chelsea. What's oh, your favorite I, I, dinner I don't food? fucking know. Uh, I love uh, him. I'm a little mad that we just threw him in with Helen McCrory. I know. Um, we were just talking about people that had died. We went from celebrity with the big and then like Vine celebrity, which is like a little uh, smaller. A lot smaller. A lot smaller. Um, <laughs> other than that, for entertainment news, uh, you caught up on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, I specifically... Uh, took so much time to catch up on the whole thing. Yeah, because I thought you guys have been watching it weekly. Because um, I didn't know you. So the reason you had to binge it was I want to talk about it. Yeah. And then I was like, I had mentioned it to Raquel. I'm like, you guys have been watching it, right? And she's like, I've only seen the first episode. And so I was going to put it on. And she's like, no, Kyle and I want to watch it together. And I was like, all right. So then I put something else on. But then I was like, oh, shit, wait. If he hasn't seen anything beyond the first episode. So then when I saw you, I was like, hey. Gonna need you to watch that, cause I want yeah. your takes on things, which is why I also found it funny when she played Minecraft, cause mm-hmm. it's like I was gonna put it on and you're like, no, I gotta watch it with Kyle, and then you're watching it with Kyle and you're playing Minecraft. It's like, <laughs> bro, what? <laughs> and I was like, this is fine. I I don't get, I like I sort of get it, like the oh I want to watch shows with you. It's like our thing, but at the same time, yeah, like. I'm fine watching a show and then rewatching it. I'll still be just as excited. I won't be shocked, but I'll be just as excited yeah, to see still, your reaction yeah. to it. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, I think, because I just watched the first episode, which was just like setting everything up. And in the second episode, I had the same thing as you. You you told me when you watched the second episode, you're like, how soon is it going to be before they get together? 30 seconds in. Immediate. Immediately. I'm Bro, like, it's okay, immediate. Cool. I'm like, episode one was like the the prelude, and then the it starts, and it just goes. What I love about that show, big old spoiler warning right here, because it's new. Yeah, it's I'm a new not, thing. I'm not not spoiling, so like, yeah. This is gonna, I'm gonna for the rest the, of this conversation, it's probably just gonna be spoilers. Just spoilers. I'll, I'll put the, here's the time code to skip to. Uh, and we'll put it in the description for Spotify. Yes, we will. Uh, but, so for that, the whole show, first of all, I think, like, WandaVision was great for like, a mystery and stuff for like character arcs and shit. This show's doing some really cool stuff Yeah, with character arcs. Uh, specifically I think with Bucky where he, now we know from the most recent episode that when the shield was retired, he felt like, like he had to question himself because the only yeah. thing left of his family was in that shield. And yeah, his he, only family he was viewed Steve. that he viewed that shield as a part of Steve. So yeah. he, he viewed it as like, a personal thing so he was very upset when it was given away yeah and it was given away and he was really upset he questioned everything he questioned captain america's judgment he questioned his own judgment 
and he got, got into a really he dark got pissed place. At Sam. Yeah, he went to a really dark place for like four and a half episodes, and then at the end of the fifth episode, he starts to like swing back in the other direction, starts to get healthy again, um, and well, just so have what a better you, relationship. So I think I think I understand why he was upset. Oh, I, I also, get it. I also think it's inc- it was sort of for him to take it out on Sam. I viewed that as selfish as fuck. Oh yeah, well because I mean, like. Bucky's not the most emotionally intelligent person in the yeah, world. Yeah, but so, and here's, here, here. So he is going to this court-mandated therapy. Mm-hmm. The therapist is trying to get him to realize, like, hey, Sam's not wrong. It's a shield. Mm-hmm. Like, he's sort of onto something when he's like, hey, I don't think you or Steve understood. This is just a symbol. Like, yeah. Like, it's not the person. And... When he's getting all personal about it and he has the great moment where he's like, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And it's like, wow, that's really powerful. That tells you how attached to this buck he is. At the same time, it's like, bro, don't put that on Sam. Yeah. Like, that's just selfish you. Just just accept the fact and, you know, work with your therapist. Like, because the show for the first two episodes is like, you have a therapist. For the next three, that bitch is gone. Yeah, she's but, gone. <laughs> but like... I view I, I I love what they're doing with the character arc, and yet they they definitely in the most recent episode did a lot. Yeah, they start him on the path to sort of redeeming himself in his own eyes. Now moving to not being fair to Sam, Sam's just like he got the shield. He's like whoa whoa too much too soon yeah. not ready. And he, he was like I'm I'm not the guy for this. And the whole thing is they're setting, you can see it. They're setting up him to be either Captain America or for him and Bucky to share the shield. Yeah. And I think the way they're going about that is awesome because they bring in Isaiah, which is the old black super soldier that nobody knows about. That no one knew about. Yeah. And he was imprisoned and tortured for 30 years. And Sam's like, Sam looks at Bucky. He's like, why the fuck didn't you say anything about him? <laughs> Bucky's Bucky had a good point, which is like he's been through enough, but at the same time, he could have helped out more. But he didn't. And so Sam goes back and he has this nice, like, not nice, but he has a conversation with uh, Isaiah. This, this, the super soldier. Yeah. And Isaiah has a good point. This is what I loved about this dialogue was that Isaiah had some really good points, but at the same time, it was a gray area. Like he, yeah, he was polarizing a lot of stuff. Well, so I think they did something really smart, which was for most of the series so far, it wasn't quite clear why Sam didn't want the shield. Mm-hmm. It was just sort of, you know, from end game to this series, it was like he felt he wasn't Captain America. Yeah. Which I think a lot of viewers were probably just like, he probably thinks Bucky should get it. But then... In this show, they make it clear that, like, no, Bucky was in on the agreement to give the shield to Sam. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, he knew about that. And they were, it, it made it seem like he just sort of didn't want it. And then in the newest episode, they're just like, no, Sam was aware of the fact that, like, a black Captain America as an image mm-hmm. is massive. I mean, there might have been, like, other layered, like, he doesn't feel like he's ready, blah, 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 blah. But that was, like, the big thing that even I feel like he was trying to, like, ignore. Yeah. Was that because he's he's part of the he's part of the government he's part of the military he's he's like kind of yeah he's been in himself, the military he's immersed himself in the system that's in, just immersed in what we know now is systematic racism yeah and he has to be able to break free of being a part of that system and go oh, okay I know in my subconscious 
that me being Captain America would be jarring to a lot of people. Yeah. And what I love is that they're slowly working their way toward through these issues. They're not just giving him the shield and having people because there's having people like voice their issues in the show and somebody being like, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. And then working through those issues, not just in the show, but like as it feels like they're kind of trying to help the audience through it yeah. too. Uh, and now Sam's like, Hey, I feel better about this. And Bucky straight up outright is like, yeah, I had kind of a weird feeling because you're black in the shield, but I'm sorry about that. And he just apologized. I was like, Whoa, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. And Sam was like, I appreciate it, man. Like it, it's okay. But like, let's work through this. And they're like, we're now, not friends. We're, we're not even partners. We're mutual friends. Yeah. What's up now? What do you think of the uh, action sequences in the show? Um, I think they're fun. I think they're. Really I think they're. Of... I think they're something that no other Marvel thing yeah. has been. I think they're great because they're not just. Oh no, not because of like orchestration or anything. Yeah, no, I think it's not just because. Ooh, it's just a fight sequence. It's whoever's gonna win. It's the meaning both behind the fights and also cut in with dialogue that's happening. No. It's creating tension. Oh, I just meant that they're graphic. Oh, they're very graphic. That's what I meant. I'm not oh. reading into the symbolism of a fucking fight sequence. Oh, the, I'm just talking about tension is, building. But yeah, no, the, they're fucking bloody. The fighting bloody. is, yeah, it's bloodier than I think any uh, Marvel property has been. Yeah. In this last ap- episode, they broke new Captain America's arm. They yeah, fully they, broke and, his and arm. And they show it. Yeah. Like, you it's hear not like it, a, show it. It's not like a snap, like... You know, they do it and they cut and it's like, oh, they cut his, they, they, they broke his arm. They press it against a crate and it's like, they're going to snap his arm. And then they show it and it's like, holy shit. And in the episode before that, the new Captain America bashes somebody's chest in with the, with shield, the shield, yeah. which they don't show, but they show the bloody shield. They but show what, a lot. Of but blood. what they do show before that, that I don't think enough people are acknowledging is the Hoskins? death of his best friend. Yeah. His best friend got thrown against a wall and his spine shattered. His spine shattered. Also, his chest probably collapsed from getting punched. And his neck breaks. Like, yeah. Like, it's not like... And, like, he b- starts bleeding. Like, it's not like a light injury and it's like, oh, he's dead now. And it, it reminded me of um when Rhodey gets shot out of the sky in Civil War. Yeah, that was and brutal. And, and you're supposed to think, like, he's either dead... Like, you're supposed to think he's dead. Yeah. And he's just paralyzed. But he looks fine. Yeah. Like they did the Brad Pitt in Fury. Did you ever see that? I didn't see Fury. So in Fury, at the end of Fury, Brad Pitt jumps on a grenade. Okay. Okay. All right. What happens to the human body when you jump on a grenade? Shrapnel goes in. There's nowhere for the pressure to go, so you explode. It's nothing pretty. No. Okay. It looked like he took like some small shards of glass to the face. He didn't keep moving, did he? No, he's dead. Okay. But it looked like... Some glass had scratched his face up. <laughs> Not like a grenade had exploded. They did that with Rhodey where it's like, he just fell from the sky. And he looks like he just fell on the ground. Like, it looked like he tripped. Yeah. This show is just like, yeah, my man just got thrown against the wall so hard it broke his spine. So, like, he gonna look like he just got thrown so hard he broke mm-hmm. his spine. Like, and I noticed it during that episode, too, because I was watching it with Ali and I was just like, this is graphic. Which I oh, had yeah. never, I've never thought that watching a Marvel show or movie. Uh, mostly movies because I only watch two of the shows. Um, <laughs> they're not pulling punches with the violence because, like in the second episode, there's the cool truck sequence, yeah, with the fight, and it's like, ah, oh, this is fun. It's classic Marvel. But like, by the pop, pop, pop. but by the fourth episode, it's like, nah, 
a guy fucking died and like I, I saw it and then in the fifth episode they snap a dude's arm and it's like wow I saw that they too they start the episode with that yeah like it I like it though I like it too and this a lot of the violent sequences are done with new Captain America in them and I know you like what they're doing with his character arc I do I also like what they're doing with his character arc as a person... Oh, he's a piece of shit. I hate him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> I hated him. I will cite the old podcast. I have never liked him. <laughs> see, I was excited to see what they would do with him. Because I had hope for him in terms of, like, a person. Yeah. Uh, the direction they took him down. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. And I'm not I'm not rooting for him. But I like what they're doing with him. Like, Oh, I love what they're doing. It's like the quote him. of... Uh, it's like the quote about power corrupting. So, there's this old quote and it's like... So there's a quote from a guy named John Emmerich Edward Dahlberg, Dahlberg Acton, and he was the first Baron Acton, 13th Marquis of Grappoli, whatever the fuck. He was alive from 1834 to 1902. Okay. He's well known for really one thing. Uh, he wrote a letter to an Anglican bishop, which is a church figurehead. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he's known for this one quote in the letter. And it says that power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely, which is basically what they're doing with the super serum. Cause like they've hinted that Captain America's taken it pretty confident. He has at this point cause he bends the metal bar. Oh no. She says that in episode five that he, he took, yeah, he, she's like, it's, it was right of you to take the serum. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, before he takes it though, he mentions it to his buddy Omar, and he's like, what do you think would happen? And Omar's like, well, it just makes you more of what you are. So Omar seems to be, if he had taken it, it would have been good. You know what I mean? What are you looking up? It's Lamar. Okay. I thought so. <laughs> so Yeah, no, he, he does say he's like, it just makes you more yourself. Yeah, and so yeah. and with what they were doing with him, with like how he was just proud of his friend and always at his friend's side and doing right by his friend, he seemed good. Yeah. So if he had taken it, it would have been good. I'm sure Lamar would have been a great Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but because John whatever the fuck John Walker. Yeah. Is not good and he's he's good, but he's corrupt. Like he he's a patriot. And he's, he's he would lawful. He, yeah, he's so lawful he's, to uh, and, and he justifies that lawfulness. In well, because he's doing it however he can. Well, because he's also if he was a, a if he was a real world person, he's an American hero. Oh yeah, he's an American. Like, he's got hero. three. That's what I mean. Like he's good, but not actually good. Yeah, he's he's uh in the eyes of the government, they're like he's amazing, but in the eyes of like yes. the moral sense, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I know. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. So because he took it though, and it the serum is an absolute power. Mm -hmm. Uh, because he is corrupt, is starting to show that he's a little fucking not good. Uh, I mean, it hinted at it before he took it because he he obviously has like PTSD. Oh yeah. He like would have moments of like anxiety and feel like the walls are closing in. He'd be like, I can't wait for this. Like I gotta do something. And it's obvious he has some issues he hasn't worked out at all. Yeah. And so when he took the serum, on it made that much worse on top of any other issues he already has. Yeah. He's just a rage-fueled machine now. he's now. just, yeah, he, he's not good. But <laughs> I like what they're doing with him. I like the series as a whole. He's he's menacing. 
You yeah. don't know because he doesn't really explain to anybody his plan. He's but also he, like borderline insane. Yeah, he's he's like obsessed too. He's like I'm gonna. Yeah, like he's he, like I am Captain. America. Yeah, he's obsessed with the idea of being Captain America. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and he doesn't think anybody can revoke that from him. Yeah, which did you watch the uh, mid credit scene? No. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Which, oh, on episode five. Yeah. No. Oh, buddy. What? I told you to watch the whole episode. There hasn't been any after credit scenes yet. Well, motherfucker, that's on you, bro. <laughs> uh, he starts rebuilding a shield. Oh, he does? Yeah, and oh. so in the comics, John Walker, right? Yeah. So he is actually a character. Like, he's an actual thing in mm-hmm. the comics. In the comics, he's a thing. And his name is U.S. Agent. And he has his own shield. Oh, okay. So I think they're going to turn him into that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's what they're doing. On top of everything else, I also... He hasn't been in this last episode, but I... Oh, no, he was. I really like what they're doing with Zemo. How Zemo's like... He's obviously like a bad dude. Yeah, they're not redeeming him. No, they're not redeeming like... him. But at the same time, he's explaining his like code yeah. like to everybody. So it's like, I understand where you're coming from. Not the right place kind of polarizing because he he's a hypocrite where he criticizes everybody for polarizing people as like these gods and leaders as as people that should be in power because they are in power yeah and for the means of it um when in in the same time he's looking at super soldier and being like that they can't be good they're only one thing yeah so he's being a hypocrite at the same time and they're sam and bucky challenge his code and there's a couple of times in the show where he like kind of takes pause and he's like Huh. Hmm. I also do love that they turned him over to uh the Wakandans. The Wakandans, because yeah. that's just that's just not good for for uh, Zemo. Oh my God! Can we talk about how f- fun it felt, how good it felt to watch John Walker get his ass kicked by the Wakandans? Dude, not was... only that, but it got to him like in the show. Oh, it got to like him. he literally sits there after and he's like, "They weren't even super soldiers," and it's like, "Yeah, buddy. Yeah, how's like your ego? Best warriors in the, the world." <laughs> literally, because at one point he's like, "You don't have jurisdiction here," and they're like, "We get, we fucking do wherever yeah. we want." They're like, like, "We do whatever we want, wherever we want." And then Sam looked at him and he was like. Dude, you want to fight Bucky before you fight them. Don't. <laughs> and he gets his ass kicked. The show has been good. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, just watch it. It's now you can binge it. There's enough. And then what? Uh, I got friends that don't watch it because they're like, there's too much comic book stuff. And it's like, I get that. So if you're not into comic book movies and you think, like, if you're not into them and you're like, well, maybe you're not going to like it. It's not going to be the comic book thing that flips your fucking coin. Yeah. But it's, it's less fun. like magic superpowers though. It's more just like strong dudes. Yeah, it's strong dudes doing strong dude stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh movie trailers. Movie trailers. There were a couple that came out. I watched a handful. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a couple this this week. Another Cruella trailer came out. How was this one? It's whatever. It's whatever. Uh, I'm not super excited. Disney not, Joker. Yeah, I'm not not excited. Mm-hmm. Uh there's an Angelina Jolie movie called Those Who Wish Me Dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. I it's saw the poster on, for that. Yeah, it's going on HBO Max. It's It looks... I'm intrigued. What's uh, it about? It, it's about... From what I got from the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know what? No, I'm not going to do that. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to read the synopsis? Yeah. It's about a woman. 
So the synopsis is a teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all. And it's directed by Taylor Sheridan. And that's the only reason that I think this movie will actually be fucking awesome. What is Taylor Sheridan? Man? He wrote Sicario, Hell or High Water, oh, Wind okay. River, Sicario 2, Yellowstone, and this movie. Okay. And he's directed Wind River, nine episodes of Yellowstone, and now this. He, um, I'm pretty confident that my man just walks into, into like national parks just to feel. Like, <laughs> like he clearly has a hard-on for modern westerns. Yeah. Uh, but the trailer, it so the trailer starts and it looked like Angelina Jolie fucked up on like a fire brigade thing. And her punishment was that now she's relocated to a Firewatch Tower. Yeah. Which are cool. Firewatch Towers are gorgeous. Yeah. So she has to watch for fires. Mm -hmm. It's literally what it is. And you have to go and investigate what the source of the fire is because it could become a forest fire. And that's bad. And so the trailer makes it look like she meets this kid. She's hiding this kid. The assassins realize that this lady might be having, like, holding this kid to help him out while they pass through. They realize this, they start a forest fire. Oh, okay. So now she has to defend the kid from the assassins and escape the forest fire. Because she's aware of what a forest fire is. Like, she's not looking at the kid, looking at this fire spreading, going, we'll be all right if we stay here. She's like, like, there's a scene in the trailer when she's like, hey, we're going to run and you're not going to stop. Cause that's gonna kill us, like. And it's gonna catch up yeah. with us. And she's like, <laughs> and it moves fast, and it eats everything. It's like what she's talking about. Oh, it's a fucking fire. Mm -hmm. Like, so. I'm I'm intrigued by it. Okay, I'm hopeful sounds, for it. It sounds cool. That sounds interesting. Also, I just like Angelina Jolie, so I'm excited for her to be in another. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. She. Uh, well, what? She got divorced. Mm-hmm. And then she directed a movie, right? I believe so. I think so. I just so. don't remember what movie. Uh, it's the fucking... Fucking... It was on Netflix. Um, oh, God. What was it called? She made... First They Killed My Father in 2017. Okay. And then she was in... Oh, she's been in a couple things. Oh? Oh, she was in Maleficent. Oh, well, yeah. She was in Maleficent okay. 2, Mistress of Evil. Mm. And she was in... A movie called Come Away that that I don't think anybody saw. Yeah, I don't think... I've never didn't even heard... see either of those movies, really. It's got a 40 score on Metacritic. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> uh, That's and then she was a she was in the one and only Ivan. How was that? It was a Disney movie about a gorilla played hmm. by Sam Rockwell. What? What? Yeah. Brian Cranston was in this movie. What? What? I'm not watching it. <laughs> uh, Disney animal movies have kind of like lost their flavor yeah. on people. Uh, but she, yeah, she's in this. Cool. That's cool. I, I genuinely think she got divorced and was like, I got to take a step back, which I get, you know, yeah. not personally. I've never been divorced. I mean, people also just like take breaks for a while. Too. Yeah, I realize that too, because we're also saying it like she disappeared for 10 years. Her biggest gap in her filmography in the last decade is three years and it's 2011 to 2014, not even 2017 to 2019. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was just raising her kids at that point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
But she was popping off though in 2008. She got three movies in 2008. She got three movies in 07 too. What the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, she was huge at the end of the 2000s. She was huge in the 2000s. Yeah. She had one, two, three, four, five movies in 2004. Oh, to be a, a fucking paycheck in 2004 for Holy Angelina Jolie. Shit. And that's like every two months you're just on set. Yeah. Just, oh, holy N- none of them were hits. I mean, none of them were hits. Kind of spread thin. 2001, she made three. Good for her. She got a filmography up the ass. She was in a music video for Meatloaf once. Once? I'm just going through her filmography now. I got sidetracked. But Uh, to those who wish me dead. But to those who wish me dead. Yeah. uh, Right? Those who wish me dead. The one in... No. Oh. Those who wish me dead. Sorry. Yeah, I was I right. got it confused with the one and only Ivan. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> He's those, protecting the gorilla from the forest. Those park. who wish me dead sound it. It the trailer is cool. Um, and then Fast and the Furious Nine. Oh, trailer. yeah, I saw the flying car. Yeah, they're going to space. They're going to space now. <laughs> now the trailer. I I could give a fuck about these movies. Uh, I love them, but not in the sense of like they're good movies. Just they're fun. Um, Tybor cares. He's yeah. I'm, I gotta hit up Tyler actually and tell him. Uh, Vin Diesel said something the other day though, and I want to make sure I get the quote right. Oh, did he say something bad? Or no, he, something he like, said something oh. fucking insane. <laughs> he said uh, he believes Paul Walker came to his Dom shrine so he'd cast John Cena. Okay. Wait. I know that sounds crazy. Wait. Really? Yes. All joking aside, I'm going to read the website that I'm reading it from right now. So this is, these aren't my words because I'm going to make jokes. But this is what the article says. All joking aside, I'm not here to criticize anyone's religious or spiritual beliefs. This is what Vin Diesel believes. It is what he believes. Here's his quote from a press conference to assure you that I didn't make this shit up. Here's the actual quote. I remember once we started getting closer to production, Justin, meaning Justin Lin, the director, Mm -hmm. and I would talk about how harrowing it would be to actually cast a new Toretto, the brother of Toretto. There's so many different directions you could go. And I remember John Cena coming into this Dawn Shrine that I had that I had where I would kind of go to meditate and train and start getting into that Dom state of mind. And I remember John coming in and called this crazy, but I remember feeling as though Pablo, Paul Walker, had sent him in. I remember talking to Justin that night and saying, my gut and my heart feels like this was meant to be. Now, I'm not going to make fun of Vin Diesel for feeling he was visited spiritually by Paul Walker. I'm sure they were like brothers in real life, and he probably deals with that every day. Because Paul Walker died very suddenly. Mm -hmm. I am going to make fun of the fact that he has a fucking shrine to a character that isn't that great. Um, have you ever watched the Fast and Furious movies? I have. I have. So Sorry, I'm just processing the fact that John Cena strolled in. He's like, that's the guy. Paul's right here. So it's like, <laughs> I want to know what he really has to do to get into the Dom state of mind. Cause I've watched other Vin Diesel movies. It seems like the same act. It's just Vin Diesel. It seems like it's just Vin Diesel. Yeah. So what are you doing? Like, do you just say family 700 times in a dark room? Like, like Hail Mary's. Like, what are you doing? Family like, what type times. of shrine is this? Is it posters of all the other eight fucking movies? It's just a, and a giant 
It's just a lifted car, and he just spends all With day a, underneath. But, like, he's got the giant Jesus piece, too. So is it, like, that's mm-hmm. hanging from the grill of a car, and you're praying? Like, what's the happening? The hood's open, the engine's in there. It's, like, like constantly what, what idling. What the fuck is going on? Like, you open the canister of Nas fuel and just hook <laughs> a hose up to it? Just, he's just doing whippets for Nas. Family. <laughs> Family. And then you're in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Because, like, I, I'm not going to make... Again. That's amazing. I agree with the author of this article being like, I'm not here to criticize anybody's religious no, or spiritual not. beliefs. If he wants to meditate and he feels he was visited by a, a person he mourns for, good for him. I am going to make fun of this, though, because if, if Paul Walker is showing up at your doorstep to go cast John Cena, what? You yeah. couldn't have named a better actor? Why John Cena? I mean, in a way, for the fast... For, like, the level of how good actors are in Fast and the Furious. John Cena is a little perfect because he's not a great actor, but he's really ripped and he's big and he can say lines, which is what Fast and the Furious is. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch of subpar actors being like, let's drive. But at the same time, they've gotten like really great actors too. They have. Like they've had. They had Ludacris. They've had. They have Ludacris, but never call him a great actor again. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll kill you. They've had Helen Mirren. They've had Charlize That's Theron. Right. They've had Idris Elba. Oh, they had Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. He was a fucking superhero, basically. But fucking... they had him. Um, Idris Elba is a superhero in anything he's in. He's so like strolls in. So like, get a different actor. <laughs> you know but, what I mean? Paul Walker visited Vin Diesel. But Paul Walker showed up. Paul Walker showed up and said, Hey, I get you can't see him, but look out of the corner of your eye. You'll be able to see John Cena over there. I want you to cast him. Hopefully he can show up on screen. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious that he has a fucking Dom Toretto shrine. Yeah, that is. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's just a picture of himself. Like... I would want it to be a different character, too. Like, of his filmography, like, it should just be the Iron Giant. <laughs> That's his best-reviewed movie. Oh, wait, he was the Iron Giant. Holy shit. Yeah. His best-reviewed oh, movie is the one where he doesn't talk. Rego Superman. Yeah, like, so, ready? His filmography, where, in movies where he doesn't have to act, okay? Yeah. Fucking killing it. <laughs> all right like guardians of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy iron giant that's it yep that's it that's the it. rest of his movies trash <laughs> all right fucking trash guardians you of the don't galaxy. like the pacifier <laughs> guardians of the galaxy he's groot kills it okay mm-hmm. he says three words yep mm-hmm. uh iron giant iron giant i'm like pretty sure words. he has like two lines yeah. and that's his best reviewed movie he's got like hogarth do you Superman. remember um the the movie uh Babylon AD No. Me neither. I remember I remember like the cover art kind yeah, of no, but not I, the movie. I I don't. Uh do, do you remember The Last Witch Hunter? Oh, I remember it would be on sci-fi and every time I'd turn it on I'd go, "No." Yeah, and I'd switch do, away. Do you do you remember um Bloodshot where he played the title character Bloodshot? I Watched clips of it and Kyle, it was like it came cool out, concept it shit. It came out last year. Mm-hmm. Where he has the nanobites in his. It has system. a forty-four on Metacritic. All of the movies where Vin Diesel has to be an actor, bad. They're trash, bad. And I don't want to point the finger and say it's 
his fault because it's not. It can't just be his fault. But he has probably the simultaneously best and worst agent of all time. Because <laughs> like he's getting that money. His agent's just snorting coke. And- like he was in Saving Private Ryan. What? Yeah, he was Caparzo. Oh. Yeah, he's the dude that gets sniped in the rain with That's the daughter. That's right. Yeah, he dies. Uh, I forgot about it. And then he was in The Iron Giant. And then he was he was in bad movies. He was but in, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Fast 9 coming out. They're going yeah. to space. And apparently they have no plans of stopping these movies, which I hate because I really wish they would stop making these fucking movies. They're just like... What's the craziest thing we can do now? And Dude, they're going to space. They pulled a plane down. I Hold on. I guarantee within the next five to ten years, they're going to be time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, who do you think would win? X-Men, Avengers, or the family from the Fast and Furious movies? Dude, family from the Fast and Furious movies. My question is, have they killed anybody from the Fast and the Furious family to motivate them? Because, like, if Wolverine stabs somebody, I don't know their names. They stab Ludacris. Sure. Yeah. They kill They kill him. Mm-hmm. Fast family all day. <laughs> They're not going to stop. They're going to win, dude. <laughs> They're going to drive a car off a bridge in New York City, and it's going to somehow land in Avengers Tower and kill everybody. <laughs> it's going to kill the Hulk. They're going to be like... Oh, they found the Hulk's weakness. Oh, no, dude. Family. Dude, they're not going to drive into the Hulk. Vin Diesel and The Rock are going to tag team the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I want it. Um, I want that to happen. Oh, my God. Kevin Feige. Message Hit me. us up. Hit me up. <laughs> but, uh, but other than that, there was the Army of the Dead trailer, and that's really all I saw this week. Yeah. And Army of the Dead. It looks fun. I'm excited for it. It looks like a in a in a tr- in a trope that's been really played out, which is just zombies. It feels like kind of fresh because the zombies are intelligent. They have a society. They're kind of, it's in a world where they're like kind of, society's pretty much rebuilt except for like in pockets like Vegas. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm you know like, what I mean? Because every zombie movie is like, like in the midst of the apocalypse, society's broken down. This seems like society already broke down. Society's being rebuilt and it's pretty much rebuilt, but there's like pockets of zombie density yeah. and they're going into like, and like currency's still a thing because they're like, we're gonna get money. We're gonna rob a bank in Vegas where all the zombies are. So it's like currency's still a thing. So they're running into Vegas to rob a bank and facing a horde of intelligent zombies that apparently are a society now. Yeah, because so in the trailer, it looks like that. It's like, oh, we're just in the world. Yeah. And then they go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And there are all these zombies. And then the people there are like, oh, shit, this is something different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so y'all knew zombies were a thing. Yeah. But you like, I, I'm intrigued by that. It seems like they're at a point in like the zombie apocalypse where they face like normal, stupid zombies. And yeah. now zombies have progressed to a point where they're like smart and but, intelligent. So like I'm going to predict, though. Mm hmm. They're going to be able to get into Vegas, get into the vault, and get the money. No problem. That's going to happen in the first 30 minutes. They're not going to be able to get out. Exactly. No way. That's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, in the trailer, they show them going into the vault, and it's like, cool, you're in the vault. And then zombies are like, dude, I bet zombies are letting them in, and they're like, we got them. They're done. Yeah. And then there's a zombie tiger, and they're like, that's crossing the line. But it looks fun. It, I think... 
if Zack Snyder wants to have fun, let him have fun. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be uh, an interesting movie to watch. So I watched a trailer for a movie called Limbo today. And I saw like a clip from it yeah. like, a little while ago. It is directed by... Let me know if you know him. It's directed by a guy named Ben Chirac. You know who that is? Uh, I recognize his picture. Yeah, he made Picadero. And that's pretty much it. That's his whole filmography. Oh, then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows him. I watched the trailer. The movie looks fucking funny. It looks like kind of a Wes Anderson-inspired pick about... Uh, refugees and immigrants that are stuck on this island okay. and they have to learn to like it feels it's like white people trying to make them get used to what this society is going to be and leave up their society behind but at the same time it's not going to work oh. it's and it's really weird because they talk because it's really funny it seems like it's going to be really funny but at the same time they talk about like I can't be myself at home and I can't be myself yeah. in this new world. And I'm kind of in this migrating state. And there's also kind of a gimmick about Limbo where if you try to leave this island, you just naturally end up back on the island. Like, you can't leave. Well, so, I just looked it up. Yeah. So, it's about a young Syrian man seeking asylum mm -hmm. in Scotland. Mm -hmm. And he's stuck on the island, hence Limbo. Yeah. Because he's in a state of Limbo and he's either going to get sent home or he's going to be let in. Yeah, and there's no... He's stuck. He can't yeah, get he off. Can't there's no anywhere. way he can go. That and sounds it, cool. That sounds good. It looks really funny. Because <laughs> it's a it comedy. Out. It sounds good. Yeah. And just the shots in general, very Wes Anderson-like. Yeah. Um, Not like set pieces, but very much very symmetrical. A lot of com comedic wide shots with like nothing in the background yeah. except for the, like, these tiny people. Uh, it looks great. I'm wicked pumped for it to come out. This seems to be this guy's like big movie i mean there's picadero but people didn't never like that heard too of much. it much exactly people didn't like it very much this looks like it might be his like big breakthrough quote-unquote movie so i'm pumped you should watch the trailer it's really great you guys should watch the trailer it's really great it's really fun um but besides that that's literally everything i have so i have a couple things and i might sound like i'm pissed off and it's sort of because i am Kyle, would you be able to tell the difference in weight between a taser and a gun? I would say yeah. Okay. Just the feel in general. Yeah. One's, one's very obviously different than the other. Do you want to know how much a gun normally weighs? How much? Uh, let me let me find out. Uh, hold on. How much does a gun weigh? Let's see. I'll do this. How much do you want to guess how much a taser weighs? I'd say it's much lighter than a gun because it's a, just a battery... And yeah. conductors. So I'd say it's probably Taser weighs like 0.5 pounds. Half a pound. Yeah, I was weighs, right. Ooh. Weighs eight ounces. Uh how much do you think a gun weighs? Say about about four or five pounds. Uh pistol when four or five pounds. <laughs> um, it does not weigh it doesn't weigh four or five pounds. But a normal handgun, and at your average handgun. Yeah. Uh is about one and a half pounds. Okay. So unless it's like a Desert Eagle. <laughs> yeah. So the oh, yeah. average Glock nineteen is one point seven pounds. Okay, just up. 
pretty much heavier. It's heavier. heavier. It's a pound heavier. Yeah. But if you were to carry something that was less than a pound and then have to carry something that was more than a pound, you'd feel it. Um, one is also completely black, and the other is vibrant yellow. One's handle is longer than the other. Also, doesn't the gun have a strap on it to keep it safe, and the taser doesn't? Yep. Uh, a lot of things. A lot of things add up to that. Uh, also, one is on your dominant side, and one is on your non-dominant side. Literally everything about how you carry a taser and a gun as a police officer is set up so what happens won't happen. Uh... During the week, a police officer in Minnesota named Kimberly A. Potter, she's 26, she's a veteran of the force, uh, she shot and killed a 20-year-old black man, and her reasoning is she mistakenly grabbed and fired her gun. I mean, first of all, very reasonable to be mad at. You said I might sound mad. Yeah. Reasonable thing to be mad at. Second of all, even if you were staring down the sights and went, oop, that's a gun and put it away and grab the other one. Yeah. Even in the heat of the moment. And you're, and she's a veteran. Didn't know that. Yeah. Well, no, she's a veteran of the force. She's, that's which means she's just been on the force. Still. Uh, She's been on the force for a while. So what happened during the arrest was he was pulled over. On Sunday afternoon uh, for a traffic violation related to he had expired registration tags. They then discovered there was a warrant for his arrest. As they tried to detain Mr. Wright, uh, because the guy's name was, what was his name? I wrote it down. Duante Wright. Mm. Mr. Wright stepped back into his car, prompting a struggle with officers. Now, this is the only argument from my mom, because my mom and I will butt heads on shit like this. Uh, with stuff like that, when people step away from the cop, get back in their car, that type of stuff, I don't get that. That's a stupid move. That's a dumb move. It's a stupid move. Here's, here's the problem though. Some people, I'm not going to point at my mom, but like I mentioned her twice now. (laughs) Um, some people think if you're not listening to a cop, they can do whatever they have to do to get you to listen to them. That's not right. That's not true. That's incorrect. Also, you don't deserve to die. No. Um, there's body camera footage. You can find it if you look it up. I don't want to watch it. Uh, watching the George Floyd body cam footage, I'm pretty set. Uh, so one officer in the body cam footage, though, is seen pointing a handgun at him and shouting, Taser, which is something that you do. When, when you're, you're about to, about to fire a taser. Yeah. Here's where people are getting mad. That's not a taser. That's a handgun. You're holding it. You're aware of what you're supposed to do holding a taser. You're saying taser as if you're holding a taser. And you shoot him. After, so she shoots him. And then in the footage is heard saying, I just shot him to two other officers. There's expletives. Mm-hmm. And then I just shot him. You fucking moron. So the chief of police said, uh, so first of all, he got in his car, was shot, drives off. Yeah. Drove several blocks, crashed, was pronounced dead at the scene. Yeah. I believe he had a daughter and a longtime girlfriend. Uh, he died of a gunshot wound to the chest. Rest in peace to him. Uh, 
the cop has been charged with manslaughter. She resigned. She was not fired. Fun fact. Hmm. The chief of police from Brooklyn Center. Here's where Brooklyn Center in Minnesota fucked up in my eyes. You're asking for trouble. First of all, she shot and killed a man. Yeah. Not fired. Yeah. You stand by her. I get that. I get standing by her and being like, this, she fucked up. But until the investigation is done, I have to stand by this person as the chief of police. Yeah. I get that. They should still be fired. You should still be like, I got to let you go. Yeah. We're going to do the investigation. If you're not able to decipher your handgun from a taser, immediately you should be gone. Yeah. Bye. So, you know, it, it should be, hey, until the investigation's done, I'm sure you didn't mean to do it. You got to go. Mm-hmm. They don't fire. She gets charged with manslaughter and resigns. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, people are mad. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I just can't understand how you can sit there, though, and your argument is, well, I meant to grab my taser. Homegirl, it's on the other side of your hip. It's vibrant yellow. It weighs less. There are too many factors into this fuck up that it's like, how? Did and he if, have, and if you fuck that up. Did, did he have a gun? Did he have a deadly weapon? No. He got in his car. So there's no reason for you to feel there's no so threatened. For you to even, there's no reason for you to even use your gun. I don't get how... People feel, police officers feel so threatened when they have other police officers around them and they have deadly weapons and somebody who doesn't have a deadly weapon, they're like, they're going to kill me right now. I need to shoot them. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Also for Kimberly A. Potter, Mm -hmm. who she had been on the force for 26 years. Mm -hmm. Sunday, she was doing a training day showing her policing know-how to less experienced officers. That's crazy. Uh, but, but so one common theme online when this, with this having been going around for about a week now, uh, a lot of people are just pointing out, Hey, you with the face, if you can't tell the difference from your taser and your gun, you probably shouldn't be having either. Yeah. Which. Well, I also think that also comes down to, uh, evaluations of police officers. I feel like there's too much of a lax system behind that behind just psychological and evaluating police officers that, that have already passed their exams that are already in the force. The reevaluations I feel like are taken not that seriously. Yeah. And I feel like this is a result of that. Uh, it's a fucking issue. Yeah. And so, and then my other issue is cause I'm sure in light of his death, there's going to be shit that comes out about a 20 year old young black man from an inner city. That people are going to be like, well, he did this. Cool. I don't fucking care. That doesn't mean he can. He I deserves to it. die. It happens every time. There's always the people that are like, well, he did this. Or like, he dealt those. And he did those. And he dealt this. And he did that. Cool. I don't fucking care. Like, a perfect example is Eric... Not Eric Garner. Um, Oscar Grant. Yeah. Eric Garner, also. And George Floyd. Killed. Uh, George Floyd. Yeah. But Oscar Grant was killed in the Bay Area in 09. They made a movie about it called Fruitvale Station. It's an amazing movie. Oh, that movie made me cry. Uh, He was a drug dealer, sold weed, uh, had a daughter, was shot and killed by police. Now, it's a tragedy. The movie's amazing. It's a tragic story. And there are people that are like, well, is it a loss to society? He was a drug dealer. Cool. He doesn't deserve to die. He's a father. 
Yeah, and at the same time, people are blaming George Floyd's death on the fact that he had done drugs. Nah, you like nah. earlier that week or nah. Something. You don't deserve to die because you've done yeah. drugs, fam. I've popped a Molly and done shrooms at the same time. If if I deserve to die for that, so be it. Can I just be on the Molly? Well, at the same time, people are blaming like, oh, George Floyd died because of the drugs he was on. Man had his knee on his neck for more than eight minutes and forty six. More seconds, than by eight the way. minutes. Which, by the way, uh. The original time, which was, I think, the 846 mm -hmm. during the case, because that's been going on. Yeah, that has been the going trial's on. been going on. Uh, the medical examiner released that it was actually more than nine minutes. Mm hmm. Fucking insanity. Uh, oh, and 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 Chauvin's getting destroyed in court right now. Sort of. I've I was watching. Well, it's kind of open. He didn't want to testify even. I know. But so. I don't know. I I hope he goes to jail. Yeah, but with course. the way that there have Just been cases, yeah, the way the system works, there have been cases where it's like there's no fucking way that they're gonna get off. There's no way, and then they do. Well, with other cases too, people have been pissed. If this happens, if he doesn't go to jail, there's gonna be a huge fucking riots. Yeah, it's going to be insane. Fam, fam, it's happened before. I know it's happened before. Like, it's just how long is it going to take before this fucking changes? It, fam. I don't know. I'm I'm saying, should he go to jail? Yes. Yes. Will he go to jail? I hope so. Yeah. If he doesn't go to jail, will I be surprised? No. The system's really crooked. It's happened before. Yeah. Uh. Will I be mad about the people that protest? No. Not at no. all. Uh. No. But so, Duante Wright, father, of a son was murdered at the age of 20 by a police officer. Mm -hmm. That's heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. Another heartbreaking event happened. Mm -hmm. There was a shooting at a FedEx warehouse. Uh, have you heard about this? I have not. An ex-employee. Uh, and this just happened. This happened, I believe, yesterday night. An ex-employee at a FedEx warehouse. Something happened. Something snapped. And on Friday night, he walked in and shot eight people. Ages range from 19 to 74. Uh, four of the victims are a member of the Sikh community, which is, a, uh, according to the Sikh Coalition, which is a national nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And the suspect, who FedEx said was a former employee, killed himself at the scene and his mother had warned law enforcement about him last year. Man, this this seems like a theme. Man. It, people being crazy. warned about people. But don't say we need gun reform. Mm -mm. That's impossible. You can't do that. But if these people had had guns, they'd, you know, probably still be fucking dead. Do we have the names of the victims that we can uh, really respect? Uh, names of the eight victims. They were really, Yes. They were identified by the police as Matthew R. Alexander, who was 32. Samaria Blackwell, who was 19, Amarjeet Johal, who was 66, Jaswinder Kaur, who was 64, Jaswinder Singh, who was 68, Amarjeet Sakan, who was 48, Carly Smith, who was 19, and John Weisert, who was 74. May they rest in peace. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. A tragedy. Uh, the, the gunman was a 19-year-old who was a former employee of the company. Uh, Are there motives, or did he just... No. No? No. That's uh, 
Yeah, uh, it's still a developing situation. This happened literally Friday night. Yeah. So, I remember tonight. getting the headline. Yeah, I remember. Well, it happened earlier today because I remember yeah. reading the headline. And it said on my phone, India. And I was like, okay, India. That's a shame. I'm like, it's not. And I remember thinking at the time, it's nice they're covering international news. It's nice that we're thinking about them. No, yeah. Indiana. That's insane. Yeah, this happened today, like time of recording. This happened, so... You know, that'll be developing, and I'm sure we'll have more to talk about with that mm. next week. But, uh, in more sad news. Last sad. Last news. sad thing that I wanted to talk about, because I feel like stuff like this is important to talk about. Yeah, we feel we have to... We have a responsibility to respect them on the platforms we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it I think it just matters, because we... Matter. I, I noticed I know a lot of people that don't watch the news, and it's like, that just... I don't get that. So there was a young boy, and I, I mean to say boy, not like an 18-year-old boy. There was a 13-year-old boy uh, named Adam Toledo. He was playing outside. Officer thought he was playing with a gun. There's a shaky, fast-moving video released. Body cam footage, once again. Officer yells, stop right now. Yells, hands, show me your hands. Drop it, drop it. The boy turns with his hands up. That's a key factor. Hands are up. You can see it in the video. His hands are literally up. Uh, boy's name was Adam Toledo. He was 13. Police officer shot and killed him on the spot. What happened to the police officer? I don't know. Mm. Uh, this shooting happened. So this story is developing because this happened not this week. This happened last week? No. This happened March 29th. And we're just hearing about it now? Yep. I don't speculate into what that means. I don't want to dig into what that means. Uh, well, It's heartbreaking. Mm. It's sad. Uh, he's 13. It's fucking disgusting the officer's on the name, officer's The officer's name is Officer Stillman. What his, is even your fucking excuse? His lawyer said... In a quote that the police officer was put, the police officer was put in the split second situation where he had to make a decision. He killed a thirteen-year-old. I'm not defending him. I know. I'm just uh, fucking pissed. So in the situation, the officer felt that the kid was holding a gun, reacted the way he did. I don't stand by how he reacted because I think if in the video I can see that his hands are up while he's turning around, you should have been able to see that his hands were up in the moment. It's heartbreaking. Uh, he has been placed on administrative duties for 30 days. He's been on the force in Chicago since 2015. And he served in the military overseas. And he's also the murder of a 13-year-old boy. So that's tight. That's mm. good to put on your record. Um, hopefully this police force actually fucking fires him. Yeah. And more. Because he killed a 13-year-old boy with his hands up. There's a, there's a certain point... Where there's no more excuses. Yeah. Where somebody does everything right and they're killed. There's no there's no way. There's just a point where you look at the system and you're like, it, they just get away with it. It's also one of those things where it's like, in some scenarios, it's like, okay, I get what happened. I understand your point. I don't, it was wrong. I don't think it was okay. Yeah. It's tragic what happened. But I get, like, if I'm a cop, that's a hard job. That's fine. A 13-year-old boy. 
with his hands up. He's playing in an alleyway, mm-hmm. whatever. He's playing in a street in Chicago early in the morning. And you're called because of noise or gunshot, whatever. And your first suspect that you think did this is a seventh grader? And then when you tell him, hands, show me your hands, and he puts his hands up and turns around, you you shoot? Like, that's not how that works. That's not how that's supposed to work. It doesn't make sense to me. But I don't know. I'm not going to be... I, I don't have anything revolutionary to say about it, though, because... I mean, yeah, no. You know is, what I mean? It's just... It's it just feels same. like a broken record. Oh, it point. happens all the time. Uh... But then, you know, you got the same shit happens every time on social media, too. People are like, you can't get rid of the guns. And it's like, well, you could. Why can't you? Which is the best thing. Like, if you ever want to watch somebody just, like, fall apart, tell somebody who's pushing the, well, you can't get rid of guns thing that you can. And then just don't back it up. (laughs) <laughs> and just watch Cause, them Because you shouldn't have to Like I shouldn't have to provide you with evidence of why we could I think at, Well in my view too is that at least At least we could get better fucking training for you could, Yeah you could do something but, but, you, All you need is six months of training and you're a cop That doesn't take into account of Psychological evaluation Handling right. a, a psychological situation Somebody that might have mental health issues Somebody that might have medical issues It doesn't handle any of that no. It handles handle a gun Here are the laws you're supposed to follow uh, and here's how to get away with shit and interrogate people. There you go. Yeah. That's it. And it's... Nobody wants to change it, and it's frustrating. But it's uh, three heartbreaking stories, and it's yeah. extremely frustrating that this is still happening and nothing's changing. But uh, rest in peace to all those victims. But in light of all that, mm-hmm. in a more personal story, uh, I got somebody fired. You got a man fired? Yeah. So, I work in a kitchen. Uh, I've worked in kitchens with monstrous people. I once had a kid, not a kid, I've once had a boss um, throw food at me. I've had a boss, not a boss, a coworker call me Forrest Gump because I was so slow. Like. I've worked with mean people that are, they say mean shit, but they mean well and we got along or we didn't get along, but we worked well together or we just didn't talk to each other because we knew we didn't like each other. Yeah. I, uh, for the past couple months, I've been working with essentially a bully who would just randomly start fucking, like the best way to describe it is like hazing. Yeah. But with no end goal. Just vicious, just verbal assault. Uh, Randomly. And it was, he would talk shit, but he wouldn't back it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my thing is... He had if, a huge bark. Yeah. And yeah. if I'm at work and you're going to talk shit about my work, your work better be... Immaculate. Not immaculate, just, just better, better than mine. Better yeah. than me. Like, if I'm doing C plus work, do B. It doesn't have to be A, but do better. If you're going to talk shit at my C plus work and you're going to fail the class... Why are you talking shit, bro? Pay attention. Class is in session. What are you doing? Uh, And he would do that all the time. Like, I would fuck up. Not even fuck up. I would make a rap. And I'd rap the rap. And it wouldn't look, like, good to him. He'd be like, would you buy that? And I'd be like, yeah. And he'd be like, it looks like shit. And I'd be like, bro, it looks like a rap. 
what do you mean? And he's like, I wouldn't buy that. I'm like, well, lucky for you, you don't have to. And I put it on a plate and I'd sell it because I'm like, I'm not having this argument. You're not my boss. And he would always get so mad. And then I figured out he hated it when I would talk back to him. Oh. So, because originally he would give me shit and I'd play along and it was fun. Then he would give me shit and he would like start getting like mean about it. Like one time he would just randomly throw shit at me from the dish pit. And I would just be like, dude, what the fuck? And he'd be like, shut up. And I'd be like, all right. And that's when I was like, I'm just getting bullied. Whatever. Yeah. I'll let my work speak for myself. Uh, and it did. Like my boss would send me texts and be like, yo, you're doing good today. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. She'd be like, I can trust that I don't have to worry about you when we're really busy because you can handle it. And I'd be like, trust. That's what's up. Dope. Uh, then I figured out if I give it back to him, he would get so mad, pissed off, hilariously so. So like one day he was doing something and I gave it back to him and he's like, man, you don't have any fucking respect. You don't fucking respect me. You don't, you don't got any respect. I'm like, why the fuck? Why? Why should I? Why are you able to dish out what you can yeah, I'm to like, me and I'm, I'm like, not able to dish out what I can I was to like, why Why should I fucking respect you? Like, you talk shit to me all day. You can only talk shit to somebody so much before they start talking shit back. Mm -hmm. That's how this works. I'm a borderline professional shit talker. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a scary shit talker. I'll talk shit when I'm not doing well. And the best part about it is I know I'm not doing well. Like... I'm not the kid on the baseball team that's winning and talking shit and it's and then he starts losing and he's mad about it. I'm the kid that's losing and talking shit and I don't even win the game. I'll just talk shit. It's fucking fun. Don't talk shit to me and then get mad when I talk shit back. Mm -hmm. He would get so mad. He would get so mad he would disappear for like 20 minutes. And we'd all just be like, holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Like, you get real mad. And so the other day... Uh, when this comes out, it'll be a week ago. Um, but so a week ago, I'm putting dishes away cause we've lost a handful of people. And so I'm on dish on Sundays now, but also because we're so short staffed, I'm on dish prep and the line, which if you've never worked in the kitchen, that's fucking impossible. Uh, and I'm doing dishes and I go to put dishes away and he had a cup of lemonade where some dishes had to go. And so I asked him, I'm like, yo, is that your lemonade? And he looks at it and he goes, uh, yeah. I'm like, okay. Move his lemonade. Put some dishes away. Yeah. He didn't see me move the lemonade. He all of a sudden turns, sees that it's not where it was. I'm over in dish pit. He's like, what'd you do with my lemonade? The fuck did you do? I'm like, with what lemonade? He goes, with my lemonade. I go over and I'm like, what? He's like, what'd you do with my lemonade? And I put it on a table, but it was out of his view. He couldn't see it. Yeah. So I pick up the cup and I'm like, this lemonade? And he goes, yeah, put it back. I'm like, I had to put dishes there. He's like, put my lemonade back. And I went, this lemonade? And he went, yeah. And I went, no. And I put it down. <laughs> now, that's fucking funny. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it's also like, it makes it sound like I moved it like really far. It was like three feet from where it was. Like an actual measurement. Like, yeah. like if you put a yardstick from the lemonade to where it was, it probably would fit perfectly. That's an arm's length it's, away. Yeah, it's not like I took it from one part of the kitchen and went, I'm going to put this in the office. 
like down the hall. Yeah. Like I moved it a little. Uh, all of a sudden he loses it, fucking yelling at me. Why would you move my food? That's so disrespectful. I don't fuck with anybody's food. Why would I fuck with your food? Why would you fuck with my food? I don't fuck with your food. Now, I found that really ironic, and I openly laughed at him. Because on Easter Sunday, I was plating food. And he tries to be smart about when he does his shit, but he's really stupid. Because he pushes a little too hard to be smart about it. Because he'll only do shit when our boss isn't around. Mm-hmm. But then he's doing too much shit that it's like our boss is going to show up and know that something happened because everybody's going to be pissed off. So what did you fucking do? On Easter Sunday, I'm plating food. He said something to me. I gave it right back. I don't remember what I said, but he gave me lip. I gave him lip. Mm-hmm. He walked over and fucked up the plate of food. Yeah. Unprofessional to the nth degree. Not unprofessional. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I want to kill you because now you're wasting not just my time, customer's time. That's bad. Well, it's one thing to be like, yo, we're shit talking around the kitchen. Like, this is a part of the thing. But if you fuck up the thing that I'm hired to do, go fuck it. Yeah. And also just like, if you want to fuck with like my line, go for it. I'll reset the line. Don't fuck up the plate of food that I'm making. That's the product. It's it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I literally walked away. Like, I remember I, I made the plate remade the plate and then our boss was chilling outside because she had been in since like four in the morning mm-hmm. and i looked at a server and i was like yo we've got a full board of tickets which wasn't a lie and i'm making food that i don't know how to make which wasn't a lie and i'm dealing with bullshit which wasn't a lie mm-hmm. can you just go get my boss she goes and gets her my boss comes in run shit immediately puts together though that i knew what i was doing mm-hmm. and the board wasn't that bad so what's going on? And she's like, why did you call me in? And I'm like, I just was getting stressed. She's like, oh, okay. And at the end of the day, she's like, why did you call me in? And I'm like, Justin was picking on me. Because I'm also, I don't like to fucking... Don't I like don't, to snitch. Not even snitch. I don't want to fuck your money up. Yeah. Like, if you want to fuck your money up, go right ahead, buddy. But I don't want to be the guy that, like, goes to the boss and is like, hey, you know, I don't want to be a tattletale. Yeah. A week after that, I move his lemonade. And he's like, that's so disrespectful. I don't fuck with your food. Why would you fuck with mine? And I immediately start laughing because a week ago, he had fucked with my food. So I just am like, dude, don't lie to me. You fucked with my food. And I'm not fucking with your food. I moved it. And it's not food. It's a drink. So, Relax. So yeah. let's calm down. It's lemonade. Like, I'll just get you new. If it's that fucking important and you don't want it anymore, I'll just get you a new cup of lemonade. In my head, this is done. This conversation's over. I don't understand why it's a big problem. I'm out. It's not a big problem. It should be. In my head, I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? I turn to go back to the dish pit, and all of a sudden, I hear him. And he goes, hey, puta, which is Spanish for not nice mm-hmm. word. Not great. Uh, it means, I think, bitch. It means yeah, bitch. I think it means bitch. It means yeah. bitch. Uh, and I turn, and he goes, don't fuck with my shit. And he dumps the lemonade all over me. Now, <clears throat> I don't like physical altercations. I just don't. Especially in a professional setting. I didn't like getting in fights at school because I'm at school. Mm-hmm. I didn't like getting in fights on my way home from school as a kid because I just want to be home. And I didn't like getting in fights at home because my mom couldn't fight. <clears throat> so, like, I don't like fights. Uh, he splashes me with lemonade and I'm immediately furious. 
And I'm just like, did you seriously just fucking do that? And he's like, do something about it. I'm like, and I look at him like, no, dude, we're at work. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm saying this to him, I'm like, we're at work, dude. And he's like, well, you got to know how to be respectful. I'm like, yeah, and you got to know how to act right. I'm like, we're at work. I've worked with people I hate. I've worked with a boss who straight up gave me 90 hours in a week just to have me do it. Not to see if I could do it. He knew I would do it. Just to do it. Just to be like, yo, I'm going to make this kid fucking miserable. Here's 90 hours in a week. I'll do the math for you. It's like 14 hours a day. It's hell. Don't try it. He just did it. I didn't say shit to him. We didn't talk to each other. We hated each other. Mm -hmm. I would never walk into his office and be like, go fuck yourself. You don't respect me. He's my boss. I'm going home. I'm, I'm getting six hours of sleep. I'm back in the morning. Like... Also, I would have been like, dude, you earn respect. You've done fucking nothing. Yeah. So, so he's like, he's like, I don't act right. I'm like, dude, you just threw lemonade on me. What the fuck are you talking about? And then some servers walk in and he tries to be like big macho Rico Suave type. Yeah. He's like, Jake's disrespectful. I got to show him what to do. And I'm like, dude, again, you don't act right at work. And he's like, stop saying that, man. I'll kick your ass in the parking lot. And I'm like, see, you're proving my fucking point. At this point, I work with a guy named Marvin. Marvin's the shit. <laughs> Marvin's the man. I love Marvin. Marvin and I get along so, so well. We work well together. It's great. We give each other the fist bump at the start of the day. We get ready to go. We rock. It's great. Marvin, I've never heard him yell. Marvin just starts yelling. Leave that man alone. Just stop fucking talking to him. And I think he's yelling at me because Justin's been yelling at me all day. Mm-hmm. I turned to Marvin to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Marvin's pointing right at Justin, yelling at him. Justin, I think, thought the same thing as me. Like, yeah, Jake, leave me the fuck alone. Turns and sees, oh, shit, I'm getting yelled at. Mm-hmm. And I'm immediately like, fuck this. And I just turn and start doing dishes. And I'm Yeah, because at that point, you're like, not on me anymore. It's, it's not done. me. I'm not having this argument. I'm done. I smell like lemonade and dishwater. And I'm wet. I'm spraying off pants and I'm pissed. I can't do shit. Marvin is yelling. And I'm like, fuck this shit. And I turned to my other coworker who had come in from serving plates and I went, look, they're going to yell. I'm out. I'm leaving. I'll be back in five minutes. Like, I'm taking a five. Go to my car, change my shirt, uh, come inside. Marvin's gone. <laughs> and Justin's wearing headphones and it's just quiet. And Nick, my boss is there. And so are my other coworkers. And they're all like, what the fuck is happening? I thought they had all seen it. Because at one point, my coworker, Justin, had said he was going to kick my ass to a server. So I figured everybody had figured out, oh, shit. Something's happened. Something just happened. Yeah. They're fighting in the kitchen. Like, I figured y'all could put that together. Nope. On Tuesday, it's just me and my boss. My boss is like, so what happened on Sunday? Give her the rundown. I'm like, I moved his drink to put dishes away. I moved it two feet. He fucking tosses it on me. And I was like, I've never, I haven't been that disrespected in a while. Like I've never had, I haven't had somebody throw a drink on me in a minute. Like it happened to me in college. And one thing people don't tell you is when somebody throws white claw on your face, it fucking stings. So like I learned that in college, Mm -hmm. but that was freshman year of college. It's been four years since a good drink has been thrown on me. Uh, it's been four years since I deserved it too. Uh, still, still four years. Um, 
I tell my boss, my boss is like, yo, what? And I'm like, oh shit, she had no fucking idea. And she tells me, not only does she not know, she didn't know that they were fighting because of me. Yeah. Like she walked out of her office. Marvin and Justin are yelling at each other in the kitchen. And they're customers. Like they're customers outside the kitchen. They're just going at it. And she heard Marvin use probably my favorite line of all time where he yelled at Justin because Justin would do this thing where it would escalate so quickly for him. And then he'd be like, let's just take it outside. And everybody else in the kitchen's like, bro, just talk shit. Like, we're not going outside. Yeah. Like, I'm not fighting in the Relax. parking lot. This isn't high school. Under, understand where we're at. Like, right this now. isn't high school. I'm not yeah. taking it outside. Why would we? He said it to Marvin. He's like, fucking, let's take this to the parking lot. And Marvin went, I got bail money in my back pocket. <laughs> what do you want to do? And I told I told my boss, I'm like, that's the best line I've ever heard. And I told Marvin, I'm like, that's an amazing fucking line. Like, great line. And he goes, well, yeah, because, you know, if I got to get in a fight with him, then I got to kick his ass. And if I kick his ass, then I got to go to court. And if I go to court, then I got to go to anger management classes. It's a whole fucking thing. And I got the money for it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> and I went, that's so good. It also rolls off the tongue. Right it now. just, yeah, it's a great line. I love it. But my boss hears about this. Here's what happened and is immediately like, fuck. And I'm like, what? And she's like, well, I got to fire him. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I tried to act as like politely excited as I could. And you're like, oh, no. Because everybody, he would do, he would get on everybody's nerves, but then he would pick on me to the point that everybody else would be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. So like Wednesday, they didn't have anybody. I haven't had a day off in a week. It sucks. Because then then it became, okay, well, he can't come in. Like, mm -hmm. until I fire him, I'm just going to tell him not to come in. That's what my boss did. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I didn't realize I'm the only other one on the schedule. So it'd be like, Wednesday morning, all right, Justin's not coming in. And I woke up to a text at 6 in the morning. Hey, can you be in at 8? Like, yeah. Yeah, sure, I guess. At least they're polite about it. At least they're then, asking. Well, so then Thursday, la last night, I'm like, tell my boss, I'm like, look, if you need me, you know, give me a call. I'll come in. It's my day off, but, you know, if you really need me, I'll come in. And I figured she would do what she did on Wednesday and let me know before 8. So I wake up on my day off. I'm like, fuck yeah. I haven't gotten a text yet. I watched the new episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm like, tight, let's go. I'll go to the gym. After the gym, I had a whole plan. I was going to get a nice smoothie. I was going to go for a walk around downtown in the snow. I wasn't excited about it because yeah. of the snow. <clears throat> Wild but, as fuck. But I was going to walk around with my smoothie and be like, all right, this is nice. And then I was going to walk home. I had a whole nice little morning plan. Then I was going to watch a movie, play some records. My stimulus check came in. Not my stimulus. My tax return check came in. I was going to spend some money. <laughs> I was happy. I was going to do some retail therapy. 9.54, I'm walking out of the gym. Phone buzzes, it's my boss. I literally am texting my girlfriend. I see the name pop down and I text my girlfriend. I go, I just got called into work. I'll talk to you later. I love you, bye. <laughs> like, I didn't even need to see the goddamn text because it's Friday morning. I know she's not going, hey, how you doing? She's like, hey, I got some time. Like, we're buddies at work, but I know she's not texting me going, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, Nah, you're coming in. Like, like. Like, it's Friday morning, we're really busy, but I want to know, how are you? Like, <laughs> like no! I saw the name, and I'm like, fuck. 
And then I went into work and we were busy as shit and it sucked. And now he's here. <laughs> yeah, and my co- I mean, he and Justin's fired, which is tight. So Makes me excited. Jake's in a good mood. I just tired. I just like not having to work with a bully. Yeah. Because that's really all it is. Like the best way to describe it is bully. Like he was a bully. Yeah. Just a dick. Yeah. No, no. Dick. Not even a dick. Like genuinely. Bully. Yeah. Like, yeah. like not even a dick. Like, bro, he would throw food at me. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know what? He is in it, every it was genuine sense of the word. Like a bully. Like yeah. he wouldn't push. He'd make it look like he was patting my back and he would slap the shit out of my back. Yeah. Like, bully. Like, I think nowadays people are like, they're like, we got to stop bullying. This person's bullying. This person, da, da, da. Now he's a classic nah, he, bully. he was like an actual bully. Yeah. It's like, like, like I got bullied in the way that it made me funny and a little depressed a lot. But like, <laughs> but like, I didn't get bullied to the point where it's like, you know, I got my head beat in with a pipe. I was like, about to say, he's the bully that would like put your face in the urinal bowl. Yeah. Like he's the bully where it's like. Your son broke a chair over a kid's back and said it's because he's been picking on him for six years. And we believe him, but he has to go to juvie because he broke a chair. Like, yeah. I didn't get bullied that hard. This kid would be the bully. This guy would be the bully where it's like, no, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, I'm going to snap and kill oh, yeah. you. Uh, but yeah, so he's gone, which he's is gone. nice. Uh, now, whenever I listen to the song She's Gone by uh, Hall & Oates, I think of him, which is nice. She's gone. She's gone. We're gonna get copyrighted for that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now I'm chilling. I'm gonna, yeah, I, I gotta work all weekend. Fuck. So do I, bro. It's a great time to be alive, bro. You want to go into my job? I'll go into your job. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Couple of reasons why. One. Not, I figured out from, from when we worked in the kitchen, not my favorite place to be. I got really depressed. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. also for your sake, you don't want to be in the coffee shop at working. You don't. It's, I'd, uh, I'd kill people. It, yes. You'd be too much for the girls. I'd say. <laughs> I usually am. That's <laughs> usually my problem. That's what they say about me. They look no. at me and they go, that's Jake. He's a little too much for the girls. No, they thought I was aggressive. They, they'd, oh. be like, they'd be like, this kid needs to fucking go away. I'd be like, yeah, I've worked in the kitchen since I was 14. What's up? Well, they they thought me calling out orders was intense. I was like, Mm-mm. Bro, we get yelled at if we don't do callbacks. Exactly. Somebody bumped something and I was pissed about it the other day because it got off the board. I'm like, where'd it go? Why is nobody mad about this? It's off the board. You essentially threw away a ticket. My manager pulled me aside and was like, you got to stop being so intense. I'm like, are you serious? If I was in the kitchen still and I threw away a ticket that wasn't done, I get reamed out in the walk-in. Like, this is stupid. But so we had a thing today with the, like, too much for the girls thing. It reminded me of this. We had a thing today where we were, were, because of my coworker getting fired, we're now short-staffed on prep. Yeah. Which is, like, super dope. If you don't know how the kitchen works, uh, you need that. Or you don't have it. And if you don't have it, you don't have food. And if you don't have food, it's bad. So we're prepping shit as we go, which isn't fun. My coworker B and I get along really well. And we work together really well, too. Like, if she's super stressed, I'm able to just walk over and be like, yo, what do you need? Like, and we pick up the slack on each other. It's great. She also can get, like, stupid like she's Dumb. she's a little stupid 
In a good way. She got spirit. No, she like in a good way. In a funny way. Like she doesn't realize what she says is stupid until after she said it. Yeah. So like today there was a like eight gallon container full of avocados. Damn, it's a lot of avocados. Bro, it is not that much. <laughs> it's not. I've seen more. Uh it's like half a case. Uh and it's full of avocados. And I'm like, what are those for? And she's like, we left them out so they would get a little warm. Uh but their first squat their first squished avocado, which we use for avocado toast. Because, you know, white people love their avocado toast. Uh, it's not racist. It's true. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's also white people. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she goes, yeah. And we left them out so they get warm because it's easier to spread when it's warm. And I look at her and I immediately go, is it? Is it easy to spread open when it's warm? <laughs> and she just immediately realizes what she said. And I went, I didn't know that, B. I didn't know that. I thought it was just easiest when it's ice cold. Easiest to spread when it's ice cold, but it's easier to spread open when it's warm. That's that's dope as fuck. And I've just been rubbing a, a but then, hard avocado. So I've been getting used to. I've I've been saying tight more at work, like just like tight. That's dope. Mm-hmm. So I go, I literally go, it's easier to spread open when it's warm. That's tight, dog. And then she realizes what I just said, and she goes, "Is it?" And I went, "Oh no, oh, she's learning." And then so I just looked at her and I was like, "No, you're gonna regret that." So I went, "Yeah, it is." It's tight as fuck when it's warm and spreadable. <laughs> and then I look at it, I went, I'm sorry, is that too much? That's too far. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> and, she, and she just started laughing. And I'm like, great, we're doing good. And then she was like, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm going to slice strawberries. This woman sliced all of my strawberries, right? <laughs> she left one case of strawberries, one little container of strawberries that you'd find at any store. Yeah. Leaves that and goes, here, you can finish the strawberries. I'm going to do avocados because it's easier. And I look at her, I'm like, homegirl, I can do that. <laughs> like, you just finished this. Yeah. Like, you left me one. Con- she did eight containers. She left me one and then was like, no, you know what? This is too hard. I'm going to do an entirely different project start to finish. So, like, she's great, but she's a little stupid. She got almost all the way to the finish line and went, no, nah, I'm going to run that race. She's a little stupid. Start to finish. But she's also fun to pick on because, like, she'll just cry sometimes and then she'll talk shit. And it's like, I know you're not talking shit. You were crying an hour ago. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? But, yeah, that's how my work is. But Jake's environment's getting better at work. Yeah, I just don't um, have to deal with a bully no more. Yeah. But, uh, you got anything else, my guy? Uh, yeah, Oscars are this Sunday. Oscars are this Sunday. But that's it. Get ready, people, next week. Oscars. I'm just going to talk about the winners because mm-hmm. fuck the losers. Fuck the losers. Anyway. If they wanted to be talked about, they should have been winners. <laughs> that's all I got to say. But yeah, that's all I got. Like this guy. That's all I got to say. Uh, that's all I got is Oscars are coming up. Uh, Mortal Kombat coming out in a little over a week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh... And that's that's about it. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Yeah, here's the thing. Bye.